All right. Thank you, Matt G, alcoholic. How do I sound? Because I have a new headset on. So it's, it's no wires. It sound pretty good? Yeah? All right, cool. Ah, it's good to be on. You guys don't mess around with your uh, your uh, startups here. This is like I had four different shares in my mind in the last 25 minutes. So the fifth share will be the one that I'm supposed to have, and uh, it will be what it's going to be. Um, and uh, it's, uh, it's nice to be on tonight, Matthew, who I'm not looking at probably on purpose. I don't know who to look at. I don't share a lot in these meetings, especially big ones. So it's kind of it's kind of a big decision. Like where do I focus in on? Right? I could look at my sister. It's great to see you, Jody. I love you. Uh, I could just go all where nobody's on at all, and that's probably a safe place to go. Or I can go in the middle and feel judged and wonder if you guys would do any better. So there's a lot of decisions. But I'll, I'll go to Matthew because uh, it's good to see your face. Um, I uh, My sobriety date is April 9th of uh, 99. So I've been doing this thing for, for a minute, and uh, it's changed my life. And I'm just super grateful for... Um, you know, for another day sober, you know, today was one of those great sober days. Uh, I spent the day with my son. We played golf. Uh, his, he's eight and he's really into golf right now. And it's not surprising because his dad's addicted to golf. So his first question this morning is what time is Charlie Woods playing? Charlie's Tiger's son. So you might've seen it's big news right now. And uh, his first question of the day was what time's Charlie playing? And I said, at noon, I said, do you want to maybe squeeze in nine holes beforehand? And he's like, yeah, let's go. So we jumped out to the course. We played our nine holes of golf and we're just, just making memories. Robert, good to see you. Thanks for jumping on. Uh, and it reminded me of being his age and, and going out to the golf course with my dad. And, and that's a bittersweet memory for me uh, for a couple reasons. One, um, my dad wasn't present when I was out on the golf course with him because he was sneaking off to the bathroom and popping pills and just, he wasn't there. And I didn't know what was wrong with him other than that he was just always disappearing and coming back and he would change and every, it was just, a, it was a weird thing. So today when I was just super present and just enjoying the moment, I thought of my dad and, and how much I miss him and how much he would love Dylan. Uh, you know, I lost my dad to this disease about, uh, I think it's nine years ago that my sister would say, I think she shared that last week, eight or nine years ago. And, um, you know, my son's eight, so he missed Dylan by a little bit, and and he's just, I'm just having so much fun with him. So to stay on point, I'll say, because I know I got a short share, and I wanted to say a couple things, because my life is, is really good right now. I got a lot of challenges. Um, you know, when I think about the negativity about losing my dad at a young age, and, and how that's kind of shaped me as an adult, and affected me in different ways with relationships. It, it's, a, it's a place for me to go dark or maybe go negative. Um, but luckily for me, you know, my world is cushioned by recovery. So when my thoughts get the best of me, which happens daily, um, I, I have so many go-to guys. Uh, I have a sponsor. I have my wife who's sober. I have just my whole world in, is in recovery. So when my thinking gets the best of me, I just, as long as I open up my mouth and open up and get vulnerable, um, then I'm going to be, uh, like I said, I'm going to be cushioned. I'm going to be in a, in a safe place. And that's just been a huge advantage of, of my recovery. Uh, and, and just the biggest part that I've gotten out of long-term sobriety, because I was one in early sobriety to, to not say anything, to just keep everything in and to just, you know, I used to always have stomach eggs and just, just be a miserable person. And now I don't because I trust the people in my life. Um, I know if I call Matthew, who's going to be the second speaker today, and you guys are going to be 
just, you know, he's a, he's just a great speaker and, and, and a great sponsor and a great friend. And the day that uh, going back to losing my dad, the day that my dad was passing in the hospital, there was the hospice, hospice person there presently. I was in Baltimore and then Matthew was on the phone and, and, and I got to experience my last few moments of my dad's life with my sponsor on the phone. And then years later, he married us. And now I get to go through COVID with this and, and he gets to bounce things off of me. So 20 years of having the same sponsor, it, it's not just about, it is about the steps. It's always about the steps, but there's a lot more to it. And it's just been such an honor and such a pleasure to um, kind of walk this path with you, Matthew. Um, and some of the things that he tells me regularly, you know, cause I'm hard on myself. He's like, don't beat yourself up, Matt. And then right quickly after that is, how's your 11th step? Always comes back to, you know, how's your 11th step and your 10th? Um, and are you calling new guys? And if, you, if you're not calling new guys, ask questions. Because I do have a good program in that I am cushioned and I have a lot of sobriety in my life, but I haven't been that guy with long-term sobriety that has a lot of sponsees. And it's something that I'm, I'm trying to get better at and trying to reach out to, uh, to, to, to new people more. Because I just know I've had the gift of that recently with some new guys. You know, just hearing, other, hearing new guys talk has just been such a, a way for me to get out of my my tape that's going on in my head, which is can easily get negative. You know, I probably have like three minutes left. I'll say I typically, and especially in a 10 minute, I don't spend a lot of time qualifying. You know, I earn my seat in this, in this, uh, in this deal, um, by tenfold. Um, and, and more, more than that, it's like, not only did I earn it, but I continue to earn it because of my thinking, right. Which isn't a good thing. I'm not saying that proud of it. But because I continue to earn my seat, it means I got to continue doing the work. Uh, and that, that's a four-letter word that I struggle with, especially in my marriage. And it's, ca it's causing serious problems because I don't really want to do that work. But when it comes to the program work, just bringing it back to the things that I mentioned, it really kind of does make it simple. And it gives me an opportunity to, um, to just be my authentic self, be my better self. Um, you know, a couple of recent examples. That, that happened in the last couple of weeks of, of me just being in a hurry. And maybe it's because of COVID maybe it's just because of some job stress at work or marriage stress. But I, I, I recently almost ran somebody over on a bike because I didn't stop at a stop sign, literally almost killed the guy. And, um, and he freaked out and I apologized and it, it turned into a little situation, but nothing happened. And then two nights ago, I started a fire in the house uh, in the fireplace and I didn't open up the flume or the chute or whatever it's called. And um, 45 minutes later, I realized it's super hot in the house and my wife came home and she freaked out, could have killed everybody. And, you know, it just turned into one of those things. And, and point being is it's me needing to slow the F down a little bit and just like be present. You know, Matthew always tells me to be where my feet are. And what, again, what I've also learned in long-term sobriety is the common denominator there is easily me. The bike guy, he could have stopped at the stop sign too. Like, sure, we both ran the stop sign, but that was me. The fire thing, well, she should have left it open, I thought, but like I could easily go to what should have happened, but I got to look at my part, which is the common denominator and the fact that I'm just rushing, you know? So those are a couple areas where I just need to work on right now as everybody, at least my world has gotten so kind of groundhog day-ish and a little bit redundant and a little bit um, just too much seeing the same people every day. It's gotten a little crazy. Um, so the last thing I'll share is, you know, having my sister on the meeting is just so special to me because six, six years plus, you know, I thought 
I, I, my sister was my Eskimo. She had a lot of years when she was young and then she went out for a while and now she's back in and she works a solid program. And just being in this deal together, knowing that we lost our dad to this thing and that we're breaking that chain day in and day out. And she's an amazing sober mom and I'm a good sober dad. And we're dealing with our somewhat crazy, not sober mom, not that she's an addict, but she's aging and she's, she's just like, I don't even know what to say. It's just, you know, I'm looking at Jody and she's just shaking her head because she's just kind of losing it a little bit. So we get to navigate that together and be present for her, um, which is just such a gift because it's going to be challenging. And uh, I, I couldn't be more proud of you. I got to hear my sister share a couple of nights ago and, you know, it was just so beautiful from the day of taking her and all of her stuff to Claire with the trash bag about six years ago to the life that you have now and, 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 and seeing all the women in your life has just been just one of the best parts of this program. So couldn't be happier. I'm going to shut up so we can have more time to listen to Matthew because he is um, pretty good at what he's about to do next. So love you guys. Thanks.